what up? This your boy G, your neighbor, your friend, and your resident freestyler. I was about to tear that beat up, but I ain't going to do it to you. I ain't going to do it to you, but welcome back to another episode of Cut Different. I got my boy in here, Rasan. Cheer, cheer, cheer. <laughs> A.K.A. 6'9". <laughs> He's the tallest person in the world I ever met. Always got some short jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, once again, rest in peace to my boy Has. I had a chance to, uh, I don't know if I'll call it a chance, but I, I, I attended his funeral this weekend. And uh, it's more of a memorial because his, his actual funeral is going to be in New Jersey. Uh, Tuesday tomorrow, and uh, yeah, it was a good send off. It was a good send off. I finally found a little bit of peace about the situation, and and I'm glad his family got to cry with with smiles on their face, just remembering my brother. But uh, yeah, we're not gonna get sad today. We are gonna do this show in his memory, in his ambition. So cut different, <clears throat> percent. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, let's talk about fatherhood, brother. It's a serious topic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. How you feel about your role? So, it's two aspects of it. You know, you got you being a father, the relationship you had with your father, and then whatever it is you need to heal in all in both of those situations. Man, you get deep today, ain't you? Well, you know, you, you know, real deep today. Uh, I'm deep like a stripper. <laughs> All right, all right, man. Fatherhood, uh, it's a uh, it's a good milestone to take on. You know, when you get to that age when you can finally have kids, I, I love it. I mean, it's the best feeling ever to me. Um, being that my father wasn't active in my life, it uh, it made me step up more, want to be more, want to do more. So, it, it, it was definitely an eye opener for me. Um, of course, I had people who wanted to step up and play that role for me, like my grandfather. And my uncle, who had got custody of me when I was younger, on a personal level, but um, it, it made me, you know, step out there. Especially seeing how they interacted and how they took on the role of uh, trying to be my father. Um, kind of like me, a surrogate father, definitely. you know, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. And my uncle actually got custody of me when I was younger, so he, he, he took that role. He fulfilled that void for me, man. So it, it made me uh, definitely want to want to be a, a better father than what I what I saw, what I was, you know, privy to see. So I love it, man. There's nothing like it. Yeah. My uncle, uh, you know, God bless uncles. Uncles come through. They do. You know what I mean? I got an uncle that, you know, every time I say something funny, I be wondering if he'll laugh at me. Because <laughs> he don't laugh. <laughs> I swear. But, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, my uncle played a big role in my life. You know, all my uncles, you know, some aspects of me becoming a man, they they both played roles. They, all three of them played roles in that. And uh, I, I appreciate and love them all dearly. Um, you know, the uncle I always refer to, he's my best friend. That's what's up. So we need those. We we need guys to step in, not just uncles, but but again, to quote Bill Russell again, there's no such thing as other people's children. They're all our children. True indeed, true indeed. And you just have to know that when you see a young man walking and, and veering off the track that they're supposed to be on, it's, it's your duty to jump in. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you can't always lead with correction. You got to lead with love at first. You know, that'll soften the blow right, right. when you got to correct them. You know what I mean? You yeah. get more bees with honey. I, I believe that. I'm a true believer mm-hmm. in that. So let me ask you this. Do you believe that there is a difference in uh, the way you father a daughter and a son? Y- yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. 
It's got to be. And it's, and it's difficult when, see, I'm a single father of a daughter. So that's been like, that's been hard. You right. know, a lot of times I thought I was just, I still, to this day, I think I'm messing up. For real. You know what I mean? Because she, she still lost that, that feminine touch. You know, thank God for my mother and my sister for stepping in, you know, in areas that her mother might have dropped the ball in. And her mother. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her mother. You know, she, she's been doing a, a way, way better job than I expected. That's you know what I mean? And um, it's helped out a lot to restore that for her because I was scared that I was about to have the brat, you know, run around here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was, but kids are our, I agree with you, you know, kids are our jewels. You know, I, I love, that's the best job I ever had, being a father. I keep hearing that I, I father different with my, my son. Uh, like, I love him. I love on him a lot more than I, I did with my daughters. You know, he's the the middle child. He's two. But I, I, I kind of see it now. I see the bigger picture that I, I do. The middle child is two? Yeah. I keep forgetting you, young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the middle child is two. Yeah, my, jokes. Yeah, I'm the middle child is 17. <laughs> yes, I started over. I did. I'm, I'm 30, about to be 38 this week, and I started all over. Yeah, but I, I do see the picture. Late. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I finally got that junior though. I, I do. I'm thankful for that. Yeah. So the rest of them are girls. All girls, man. Yeah. And how do you like when fathering? What's the most important thing you try to teach your children? What do you feel like is your duty as a father? Man, let me see. That's hard. I try to instill in my kids uh, honesty mm-hmm. and um, man. That's the hardest thing to teach a child. Boy. It, it is because my little shit. They, I mean, they my come out lying. <laughs> they, they lie a lot. <laughs> you say shit if you need to. Okay, yeah, these little shits. They lie a lot. <laughs> my son only two, and he, uh, he already getting into the lie. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Wait till you're a teenager. I ain't look, oh, I'm not looking forward to that at all, whatsoever. If they start out lying a lot when they're kids, it just amplifies when they're teenagers. Right, because I spoil my kids, so my daughters are spoiled like crazy, and uh, they start up lying real early, just like Junior. And they continue to lie now, and I still baby them because I, I'm I, like I said, I didn't have that that consistent role of a father, so I'm always there. I give them whatever they need, and then some. So I spoil the hell out of them. So they, uh, I don't know why they continue to lie though. That's that's why that's how a lot of people parent, and and I don't know if it's good or bad, but one thing I noticed about it, I, I did it initially too. I was actually a little bit more, a lot stricter than I felt I needed to be with my daughter. But I was doing it because I felt like I needed to do what my father didn't do for me. True, you know true. what I mean? I get that. Give her, give her some direction. Give her some focus. So my discipline was like way up here, right, right. and my nurturing was like way down here. I, I know you. y'all can't see where my hands went. <laughs> my hands went to the heavens, and my uh, uh, that was the height of it. But but with nurturing, I was like down to the floor there. You know, I, you know, we kissed, we hugged, but it was more so every, every opportunity that I got, I took it to, like, teach. Gotcha. That's and, and guide more than I nurtured. You know what I mean? Yeah, and nurturing sure. is partially that anyway, mm-hmm. but I was just always on it. Right, right. But no matter what you do when you you learn with kids, in some aspects, you got to let go a little bit because they're going to be who they're going to be. Right. Regardless of what you're teaching them. They come in this world with their own little spirit, mm-hmm. and they're going to be themselves. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's you know true. what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's only so much correcting. You, you you can teach them how to, how to, 
what word am I looking for? How to say the, say the how right to thing. use their skills <laughs> for good? Yeah. Kind of like Superman, you can use your powers for good, or you can use them for evil. Right, right, right. So that 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 lying nature that you got in you, you know, you can use that to like be a lawyer. You know what I mean? Learn how to like manipulate the system right. and, and help somebody out for the good. Use it in the right way. I get that. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah you can use too. everything. I don't look at things. Be- That's because I don't look at things as good or bad. And a majority of the time, I try to look at you use something that could be used bad or used in a good way. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm still learning. The thing you learn about being a parent is that. It's a learning process. There's no manual. And there's always room for improvement. Yeah. I get that. Always. There's different phases to it. So, a part of that fatherhood thing, how do you feel about the disciplinary action when you're, you know, raising kids? I will fast because that's what I was taught. <laughs> and and I've had several conversations with my daughter about that, you know, being that I was taught to, you know, spank and and when I initially started, you know what set me off on the wrong path with discipline? Mm. The nurse. Me and uh, uh, my daughter's mother was sitting there waiting for her epidural. <laughs> and a nurse came in. I don't know. She might have been a CNA, some older black lady. And uh, she came in. She was like, you know, you got to start whooping them early. <laughs> and I was like, oh. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the dude that was reading children's books on how to be a parent. I was re- I was a, I was a subscriber to that you know that magazine they have for parents like Parent Circle. Yeah, all that, yeah. I was a subscriber to all of that. She you know what I mean? I was same gung way. ho. Same way, man. And when she told me that I was like, I gotta add that to it. So I started whipping my daughter a little too early. Because of this older, this elder, I was taking my elders' advice. So you think that changed the dynamic or? Yeah. Gotcha. Because, you know, for a long time, that made my daughter more fearful of me than accepting of me. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And I think, I believe in spanking, but I think you, you, you need to set an age where you begin that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When they start learning, after you nurtured them for a while and they start learning, yeah. you got to understand that spanking is a tool. It's not end all be all. Right, right. You know what I mean? For correction. Yeah, it shouldn't be your go to every time. I get that. Yeah. I, and I, I, that I, was my go to. I get that. I, I never had to. I, I have, <clears throat> excuse me. I never beat any of my kids. I haven't yet to. It was always my voice carried so much weight. They, you know, given they lied here and there, but they really did nothing out of the norm that a kid would do. So, like, my deep voice always carried that weight. I never had to beat them. I never put my hands on them for some reason. For real? I swear to God. No, so you just going to be the better father today? Well, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying I, I never had to beat him, man. And I agree. I, I, and, I, and I applaud people. That's why I never agree, disagree with people that say they don't spank their children. Oh, I ain't opposed to it now. If yeah. I, if, I, if, I, if I turn back the hands of time, they probably would have got two or three of them. But yeah, yeah I, I never had to. Yeah, uh, I don't ever disagree with it, though. I mean, a lot of a lot of people, especially nowadays, a lot of people are taking that approach for various reasons. Yeah. Like the most popular reason I hear is because if they beat us and we beat our children, we just transferring that slavery yeah. behavior. That's true. I heard that too. So I get it, and and now I yell more than I like to now, and and I'll jack, I'll get in my face, in my daughter's face, and I like I grab yo, that yo, a little bit, sure. yeah. yeah, just just get in her face and make her think I'm serious, but. You know, after a while, even that voice, and and no matter how much of a father you are, it's like when they get used to you, mm-hmm. 
they don't really be caring because they'll <laughs> turn right around and do the same thing yeah. that you thought you walk in the room like yeah I did my thing I, like I told her yeah you think I you, told him you, you think you'd have made some headway yeah. but you really didn't no no <laughs> they probably get on Instagram and say some crazy wild stuff about you I'm sure I'm sure get their friends up and be like you think he said something you got to start putting them in front of that TV show Snap you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> let them see let them think that you ain't got it all put them yeah. in front of that show Snap <laughs> yeah, they'll learn kids ain't shit, <laughs> Yeah, that's that's like your greatest joy and man, your greatest disappointment. It'd be the biggest headache you got. Yeah, yeah, I, I it's, love it. It's rough dealing with it. So dealing with their mothers and and parents and like when you're not a father and a child and in the home with the child, like how do you deal with that? Well, you know that's a headache in itself because you got two different styles of parenting. Where you got one that's more lenient than the other. Or maybe one that doesn't care. Well, I guess it falls in the same category. One that doesn't care as much as you do. So it's a it's, it's a headache, man. Because uh, you know, I try, like I said, I try to instill that honesty factor. Then you send them home to the mother, and the mother's always lying. So that's all they know. Yeah. See, I've been a child that's been fought over, and, and police been called, and court been came into play, and that's that's like that was like some of the most trauma I had as a child. So. With, with one of my children, you know, she's not in my household. And that's like one of the most difficult relationships I've ever had in my life because she knows what her mother taught her and told her about me. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know me for herself. Right, right. You know what I mean? And and that's been rough because, you know, on one hand, I could go back back and forth to court and get things going the way I want, but I, I don't want to put my child through that. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Much as I love my child, and much as I want to be a part of her day to day, that's never been something. That was never an option for me, because of what I went through with that. Mm. And I think what I was going to say earlier is sometimes we we parent out of correction. You know, there's a lot of instances I feel like, you know, just in hindsight looking back on it, that I should have fought. Right, right. You know what I mean? But the trauma from my childhood told me not to. Right. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want to be my parents, and a lot of us parent because of what our parents did and didn't do for us when we were kids. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. And a lot of times, we got to take our, us out of it. It's not about us anymore. But it's hard when the other parent can't do that, though. Right, right, right. But it's about you and your child. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's something that I had to learn that I'm learning now. I'm still learning. You know, it's, it's, it's still an ongoing process, but we, we really have to, like, delete that part of parenting out. That's just, in my opinion. I, I got you. That, that should be taken out how we got parented. Hey, whatever trauma you have or issues you have with your parent, that's between you and your parent. That ain't between you and your child. Yeah. You know what I mean? I try to uh, alleviate that court situation, too. You know, mm-hmm. traumatizing the child, that, that uh, plays a big part on how they act. You know, yeah. being subject to running in and out of court and, and that drama that you have with the other parent. Arguing and fights and stuff. Yeah, but, you know, just like my situation, uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's no avoidance, especially when you got another parent that's keeping the child from you. You have to go back and forth to court. So they're seeing that, and that, that plays a part in their growing up, man. Yeah, and they have to hear all that nastiness in court. You know, sometimes the child is present in right. that situation right, right. with the court and with the phone calls, and it's like, I had a situation, and not to, you know, take a dump on my my um, child's mother. Speak the truth. Speak the truth. But um, I we had an argument on the phone about something that had nothing to do with my child, 
she calls my child to get on the phone to tell my tell my child that he said you ain't shit. What? Yes. This is a real life and then after that says that my child that that that's living with me called her to be work. That's crazy as hell. And at this point I had said nothing derogatory to this woman. Right, right. And all of this hate was like given to me for no reason at all and it was that that point that's when I decided like you know I'm gonna have to fall back a little bit because this is too toxic for either of my children right right you know what I mean and I'm pretty sure at some point you know we're older now she she's sorry for saying that stuff you know what I mean especially with what transpired with our child you know the relationship we all have now I'm pretty sure she she regrets doing that so just you hope you hope yeah I hope so I really do hope so. But I'm trying to be, like, fair. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, inside I feel like jumping off the top rope. Snapped. <laughs> <laughs> Snapped. I'm trying to be fair. I know what you're saying, man. I, but, I you know, it's, it's, it's rough, <laughs> you know, living with that kind of stuff. And, and that's what I, 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 I be wanting to say to these young boys. The, the biggest deterrent ain't just child support. It's dealing with being a weekend fall. Yeah. That's the worst. Ain't no amount of money in the world that I wouldn't pay to have my child in my home every day. I, I, trust me, I get it. I, I pay I, it. I was going to end up staying wherever she moved to because after we got a divorce, I would have moved wherever she moved to just to be, see my son. And uh, as miserable as she is, I can't do that because I would have been miserable moving, jumping state to state just because she want to keep me away from my, my son and my daughter. I, uh, I couldn't do that because I, I would have been miserable, you know, depressed, anxiety. I would have been going through it worse than what I am now, so I can't do it. I feel all that. I let mine move in. Wow. Wow. Just so I can be in my child's life. I, I tried that. And I tell you, that was the worst six months of my life. I, I bet. Worst. Worst. I, I didn't even know relationships went like that. Especially when we y'all not together. together. <laughs> right. That was, that was leading to that. <laughs> when y'all not together, why should it be that bad? That's, I didn't know people experienced that in their house. Yeah, let me give you a little quick scenario. So I tried that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, let's just try to move in together. Even if we don't work out, you stay in one part of the house and stay in the other. My son and my daughter, well, my son at the time, just my son. He get to see me all the time. I can be that active father instead of that weekend dad. You know, she lied and said that I choked her and had me arrested. And then stole all my furniture while I was in jail <laughs> for that one day. Wow. Yes, that's how bitter these women are. She, so this was pre-planned. And I'm trying to be the good guy and have everybody in, you know, one collective house. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's bad all here for us, man. Man, we, we got some war stories. Yeah, you can't follow like you want share, to. Like, and this <laughs> is just for you guys out there to know that y'all not alone in, like, drama with baby mamas and mothers and stuff like that. Y'all not alone with that. I, I got you. I got another one. This While in those six months she was in my house? Mm-hmm. She used to take a shower at the house and then go up to McDonald's and change clothes. This is a McDonald's near my <laughs> near my business. <laughs> That's dirty. And tell them that I beat her up and kicked her out. So she she was sleeping in her car. So she had some kind of story, a timeline of events yeah. that she could use later on. But she was in my house. That's crazy. She would take a shower and go up there and then change in the restroom and tell them. It's, it's pre-planned. <laughs> Every, they, they're very strategic on how they do this shit. Very yeah. strategic, man. It's, it's growing pains with parents, and like that's why it really matters. I don't think there's you. That, I think that's why 
we're we're all instructed to do this a different way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The only I don't regret my children. I regret the way that I handled relationships and women in the beginning. Because had I handled them like a man, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and did the right thing by women, and not saying that I handled these women wrong. So what do you think? This is karma? I don't know. I don't think it's karma. I think I just didn't have the right mindset for a relationship. I wasn't mature enough to have a decent relationship with a woman. So I chose women based off of these these physical needs True. and not these, you know what I mean, emotional compatibility. I got just you know what I mean? Yeah. Having a relationship with somebody and and so if it was all surface, that's what the relationships were like. Right, right. You know, once the physical stuff, once we stopped sleeping together, the relationship was over. Pretty much, yeah. And that's not a relationship. Not at all. You know what I mean? You we we, we didn't have anything left to offer each other but sex. So the relationships fell apart. Yeah, so that compatibility factor wasn't even there no more. Yeah, and the debris is weekend father, not having a relationship with your children. And when they get older, it's even worse. Yeah, after they've digested what the mother said about you a long time, for a long time, they looking at you the same way the mother did. Yeah, you got to go through all that preparing now. You got to prepare yeah. the whole relationship all over. I've had those conversations, hard conversations, twice. And no matter what I said, it didn't work. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but now, so we got all of this different stuff that we go through. Um, how do you, what what steps do you take in repairing your 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 roles in your fatherhood, as far as you're concerned with your children, or if you have to with your father? Like, have you ever tried to like reach out to your father? I did. I did, and uh. He's uh he's messed up mentally, so the, my real father that's just not repairable. I just checked it up as a a, a lost relationship. So repairable like with him? Yeah, yeah, my my birth father. So that's just a relationship that will never be cured or repaired whatsoever. So now I just gotta you know face the facts and just move on. So I've, I've tried many a times to, to repair that situation, but uh, in my what was own, your approach like? Uh, so he lives in Arizona, mm-hmm. and uh, he's kind of messed up mentally from being in the military. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to commit him in a different way. So he has a, a lot of expectations. Like, you know, he wants you to stay on the phone with him all day. Almost like you, you're in a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. So why you ain't calling me? Why, you say you going to call me back after you got out of the shower. And be I, dead serious. Right, dead serious. So I, 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 I couldn't do that. I, it felt forced. So I, I couldn't do that. I didn't hear other things from his past or how he was treating my, my... I have twin sisters on this side. And uh, how he was treating them and things he was saying that was inappropriate to them. Nah, I couldn't. I, I couldn't look at them the same way. or repair yeah. that, that, uh, that relationship no more. So, um, trying to repair the relationships with my kids that uh, I can't see uh, due to the mothers, um, it, it was a monetary thing. Like, I felt like I had to be there in, in, in just in a monetary way outside of child support. So, if they're, if the mothers are getting child support and not really giving it to them, I felt like I had to do outside that. Like, okay, I'll send money orders, or I'll send cash app, or I'll send, mail them some money just so they'll see that I'm still active in their lives. But it, 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 to me, I started to think as I got older, it's no longer a monetary thing. What else can I do? So I had to show them that I was fighting to see them. So I let them know, hey, hey, how you doing? This dad. Uh, talk to a lawyer. Let me know if you want to come live with me. Just show them that I was taking other avenues to spend that time with them. So that's all I can do. That's kind of rough. Uh, that's that's another one of those things that kind of has a child torn sometimes. You know, we, we invite them into the it's, it's necessary sometimes, but I know a lot of times, you know, from having that experience myself, having to pick or, or, or be fought over 
when you get involved in those conversations with children, you know, that can mess them up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just as much as them seeing you fight, yeah. you know, a- asking, do you want to live with me or your mother? Like, I how I that. figure out which one I love the most. Right. That's that's what, that's that's how they take it. Like, yeah, you hate to give them that type yeah. of ultimatum at that age, I know. Yeah, that's kind of hard. You know, with me and my dad, you know, I, I, was, I was an asshole to my dad a lot. Um, it was hard for me to repair that relationship, you know, in the beginning because I was trying to make him pay for what he didn't do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and that was rough. You know, just like our children, you know, do to us. Ultimately, what my daughter did to me, you know, trying to make me pay for like I can't play catch with you no more. Right. But I kept wanting my daddy to play catch with me, teach me how to ride a bike, right, right, teach me how to be a man. And I'm standing in front of you. I don't even need all of that. But I still want you to be the one to give me those lessons right. because of what I lost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In regards of what went on with, with, with you and my mama, I still wanted you to be the father you were supposed to be. But when you're 30 years old, you know, talking to a dude like, hey, why you ain't being my daddy right now? Right, right. You know right. what I mean? You seen me. You seen me pedal the bike the wrong way. Why you ain't tell me to pedal it the right way? <laughs> right, right, Why right. you ain't trying to play catch with me right now? You right. know, and that's. And that right there, sometimes we have to, we got to forgive them. You know what I mean? And it's not sometimes we do have to forgive them so that the relationship that we want today, we have to accept each other for who we are today. Right, right. I can't, I can't be build a relationship with you based on what I think you should have did 20 years ago. Yeah, it's not going to work. It's, it's never going to work. Yeah. And, and, and that's... You know, not just to make a long story short, because I was gonna get, I was gonna go in on that part. <laughs> but you know, just thinking about what made me pause is thinking about ultimately this conversation I'm gonna have to have with my daughter again one day, mm-hmm. and I know she's gonna be staring at me because we've had conversations before. She still wants me to fix what I didn't do in my absence. Like I can't be there that much. Right. Right. You know what I mean? I, get you. I can only be what I, I what what I have access to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can't if I couldn't be there back then. That don't mean that if I didn't see you every weekend back then. That don't mean that now that you're grown, I need to see you every weekend now, every day now. It's impossible. We're in two different states. I, and that's, I had to get out of that mindset too because I thought because now that my daughter's older, she's pushing uh, what almost seventeen. I was like, okay, well now that you're older. You have that say so where I should be able to see you. I'll fly you down here every weekend if, if possible, and it's just it's just not. But she got friends and she got interests, right? You know what I mean. And that ain't here, and that's where we're at now. So <laughs> that's why she's not here right now. So she's boy crazy, and I, I just can't. So I gotta love her from a distance and still try to be that active father from there. Yeah, she'll. I, I have faith that that our children will come around when it's time when they want to. You gotta let them breathe. Like if you keep having that conversation with them over and over, that's going to further push them on the side of their mother. You know what I mean? You just got to let them, they'll reach out when they're ready. I agree. I I agree. I'm I'm living in there, so I agree. Yeah. Man. It's a deep conversation. Yeah. (laughs) Just a little bit. Y'all, y'all let us know what y'all, what y'all think about this conversation, this topic. Today, uh, comment, share, like, subscribe, let us know what y'all think. I appreciate you for coming through today, brother. All day, family. One of my yeah. best friends out here. <laughs> and that's an episode of Cut Different. These are my two cents. You can spend it, save it. You could have been anywhere in the world. But you're here with your boy.
And I appreciate you, man. Love y'all. Peace out. That's what we say now. Peace out. We're bringing that, the 90s back. They don't say that no more, though. They don't say Audi 5000? Hell no. No? That was probably like a good one-year stint in that. <laughs> <laughs> that was always lame. Every time I see Audi 5000, I, I picture Ja Rule in my head. I remember saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you lie. That was my thing. But hey, man. We'll see y'all next time. Be blessed.